Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Well, right now you're in four-minute offense. Can you close out the game? Maccabi cuts a jagged path across midfield. Nobody in front. Can they track him down? Devin Maccabi still going. Takes it inside the five. Justin Wally brought him down. A 67-yard gain. Welcome, everybody, to this week's edition, the first edition of the week of the Behind the Rails podcast. I am your host, Travis Miller of HammerandRails.com. And with me is Purdue running back Corey Sheets. And we got a great one to talk about here, don't we? Yes, we do. <laughs> it was, uh, I, I can't think of the last time Purdue won a football game without a passing touchdown. Wow, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, uh, you know, strong defensive performance, uh, held one of the best rushing teams in America, like 60 yards on the ground, which is phenomenal. Um, They're going to put an asterisk next to that, Marcel. Yeah. I mean, Minnesota still got some good backs, man. I I mean, yeah, they do, but they're going to put an asterisk next to that one because old boy ain't play which. It wasn't no room to run for. He couldn't have made no other moves other than the the guy ahead of him was naked, so. Yeah. Well, if you want to if you want to put an asterisk, then you got to put an asterisk next to last year when they beat us in the rain and Ibrahim also didn't play, but Trey Potts did play, the guy that was getting most of the carries, and he went for 78 yards and a touchdown. And we were able to hold him in check like we did everybody else. He only had 13 yards. That's what I'm saying. I'm gonna say Ingram. I mean, wasn't it Abraham? He's scared. And two years ago, you all play Purdue. <laughs> Well, he tore his Achilles in the season opener last year, so he had he didn't play get, for good reason last year. I mean, this year they said it was a, a lower leg injury. I ain't yeah. buying it. He was, he still had his helmet on. Fuck you, got to why are you warming up if you ain't playing? The sweatsuit on that day. <laughs> well, I just I think it's so telling, man. We got the defense is the highlight here. I mean, they go on the road against a ranked team. Somebody's been blowing people out. Just they've been running all over people, and you hold them to forty-seven yards on twenty-six carries. That's impressive. Yeah, that's crazy. Man, that ain't, that's not even two yards a carry. These boys is oh, I mean, but <clears throat> Purdue's box front seven, front eight, depending on what you what position, uh, what down it is, is phenomenal. You can't. You can ask them to do nothing more. Like they, they do everything you ask them to do plus some. And they had to because the after the opening drive, <laughs> the offense really didn't do much of anything until the last two drives. Uh, they they added a field goal, but that's because they took over at the Minnesota twenty nine after Minnesota went for it on fourth and goal fourth and one and got stuffed. Uh, but then the offense went interception, fumble, punt, interception, punt, punt punt and then field goal touchdown <laughs> I mean, it wasn't too much minnesota's offense could do like yeah purdue, purdue was all over them for once and outside of the offense lacklusterness the defense was on point pretty much all day 
I like what Flex said about how they got Minnesota out of sync and they didn't have the complimentary offense like they do. And once they knew they couldn't run, it became that much easier to defend the pass, really. I mean, I don't know who said that, but he didn't know on the head. <laughs> I, I think it was Minnesota there. And this was Coach PJ Flex said something like that. It was either that or I heard it in the broadcast on Saturday. I can't remember which one. So. Hmm. Hey, y'all, we got to take a break right now to pay for some stuff, so we will be right back after this ad. The Behind the Rails podcast is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports, concerts, events with the first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online research for all of your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that is B-L-E-A-V-50, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Yeah, uh, for like watching the game, you'd be like, ah, it's kind of boring. But once you like take the whole body of work, produce defense, the whole day was they made a point to do something and they did it. Mm-hmm. And, and it, like, we gotta be one of the top turnover teams in the in the league right now. Because <laughs> it seems like every every week we get two and three interceptions or fumbles or something like that. <laughs> well, Cam Allen was named defensive player of the week for the Big Ten earlier today with his two interceptions. And talk about being in the right place at the right time for that first one, because that was huge getting that interception in the end zone. I mean, he got a he got an eye for the ball, it seems like, or he's just in the right place at the right time. Either way, he's coming down with it. So yeah. My hat's off to you. <laughs> and, and that was one that was it was off the Minnesota receivers' hands too. So that's how close you are to you know that's a big big shift in points right there. Didn't he, didn't he almost take it back to the house? If I'm not if I can remember correctly, uh, second one he he almost took back. He had a good long oh return God. on that one. Another one of them he almost took back to the house. I'm like, oh, just keep going, keep going. <laughs> Don't yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he he took it he took it back a good good long way in the second interception. That was kind of the clincher and whatnot. But man, I like I, like you said, the defense was just on point. You can't ask for more than that. You can't you hold a really good offensive team to ten points in their own stadium on their homecoming, no less. A plus, right. And then yeah. I know I know I you you've held back. You're the running back. You've held back. Now you got to talk about your boy Maccabi. I mean, hey, he finally they they put him out there. He made some moves. I just wish he had a school in that long run. I was like, all right. He looked, I don't know if he was tired. His legs just looked so heavy once he made that that last cut and was free. It was like he couldn't explode like he wanted to. But I could see it. I could see it, but it was it was so exciting. Man. I, I, like when I was watching it, I wish I could have rewinded uh, the live TV for a second. Like <laughs> <laughs> Well, they did give him the touchdown on the next play, at least. Which is is always commendable by the coach. Because <laughs> <laughs> they could have said, you know what, we're going to throw this quick out. <laughs> but no, man, he got in the end zone. And that was just 
because I was actually at Wrigley Field. I was at the Cubs game, and I'm watching this on my phone, and I'm like, "All right, can we hold, can we really run the clock out for five minutes? We couldn't do it against uh, couldn't do it against Penn State, but I, they were talking about, oh, you're running your four minute offense here, and then he makes that big run, he scores the next play, and they're like, okay, so it was a 45 second offense, and that's that's really the best case scenario. Is like, okay, you didn't run the clock off, but you made it a two score game, and you're like, okay, we're done with the ball, you can have it now. I mean, yeah, if you get touchdown out of, out of the mix, it's always better than running the clock off, I say, because it puts a bit more pressure on them. Because you can you can get a quick score. It's hard to get two. <laughs> so I you can even give up a quick score. In, yeah, in yeah. That second in that second <laughs> one, just to just to get the ball back. You're like, all right, we got the ball back now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a big that not only you get the three and out on the first drive for Minnesota, you get the ball back, but Purdue went down and scored on its opening drive. And they always do well in the scripted plays, but I think it was especially significant here because through the first four games, Minnesota's first team defense hadn't surrendered a touchdown and you went out and you hit them in the mouth on the opening drive. I think that was key. I mean, yeah, that's, that, that seemed like it could have been big. But it just seemed like after them, them 10 plays, it just got, nah. <laughs> the game got, it seemed like on both, on both teams, the game got kind of boring after they scripted plays. It was like they didn't know what to do. The announcers kept calling it a chess match, but it just seemed like two teams just, just was confused on what was going on. And Purdue was just get, ending up with the, uh, the better half of the stick. <laughs> right. And it, both teams were making a ton of mistakes. I mean, Minnesota's first couple after the three and out, they went interception, turnover on downs, missed field goal. So you're leaving, they left 10 points on the field there with a missed field goal. And it was a short field goal they missed too. And the interception they had in the end zone and they had two more Mm -hmm. interceptions on the day. They couldn't get anything going on the ground, but you know, they, they did us some favors with their own mistakes. I mean, shoot, I feel like that's great. <laughs> you don't get graded on pretty. It's a win. And, right. <laughs> the W still goes on our, on our bracket and not there. So, goodbye to the undefeated season. <laughs> Go Purdue. Hell, hell, Purdue. Go open bucket and all of that good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyone else that you thought stood out uh, in this game from what you saw? Um, honestly, Jones, Chris Jones, stood out to me, but in the bad way, it's like he's getting beat up a lot. Yeah, he. I know he had to leave with an injury there in the first half, and he teams are starting to figure him out, and they're manhandling him a little bit. So uh, it's yeah. key to get others involved. That's that was one thing. I was like, damn, he's he's getting the ball a lot. He's getting the ball a lot. They knocking the hell out of him, but he's getting back up. But it's only so long his body's gonna be able to take this beating the way mm-hmm. he, with as many touches as he's getting. And that's one thing I, I probably want to really keep an eye on just to see because if we don't find a, a second receiver, because Payne Durham, he's a, a great tight end, but he's not Gronk. <laughs> he's, he's not the go-to guy on, on, on the down, but 
we we need to find another receiver because Jones was getting beat up. Yeah, uh, they, they're trying to use Tyrone Tracy. He is currently third on the team in receiving with 18 catches, but only 101 yards. So they're getting him on a lot of short stuff. And that is one thing we weren't able to do. We were not able to stretch the field at all. I think Jones got loose for a long throw on the uh, second field goal drive, the go-ahead field goal late. But that's really the only thing we were able to get going downfield. I mean, I really don't see that big time receiver in our court just off of what is week five, four five five so yeah week five and nobody's emerged as the number two guy we just got a number one and a lot of role players right right and i, <clears throat> I know part of that is injury too uh brock thompson's still out um Sorry, the cat's on the table right now, so we now have a third guest in here <laughs> with the cat. <laughs> but no, uh, Brock Thompson's been out. Uh, Mershon Rice has been in and out of the lineup. Uh, Abdur Rahman Yassin was supposed to have a much bigger role this year. He's been out. So it, you're asking you're asking a bunch of guys to fill smaller roles, and at least um, at least he was able to spread the ball around really well on Saturday. Had nine receivers had catches, but you only had 199 yards passing. So we're, we're going to have to get find another way to get back downstairs. So I hear some crazy guy told me, I forget which coach it was in the NFL, but uh, he told me everybody in his room gets paid to do a job. Some get paid more because they do it a lot better and more efficiently. Mm-hmm. But, but you all get paid to do the same job. Number receivers are all getting paid to do the same job. Yeah, we know some do it more efficiently, but we need to see y'all getting that job done. And I don't see it. Right. And, <laughs> and uh, it, you're going to need it later in the year. And I, I, I think it can come along and you're going to get some guys with more experience, hopefully here, and they start to, they late bloom a little bit later, but. Uh, at least this week should be a better week for that because I think we're in in for a uh, shootout with Maryland. There's a couple teams that are going to like to throw the ball around, and I think we're going to see some poor points this coming week. I mean, it could it could be a shootout where our defense could stand out like they've been standing. True, <laughs> and not let these guys or not travel over there and actually come to their house and just tell them what they're going to do. <laughs> I'm gonna come to your house and kick my shoes off on your table. <laughs> well, and I I think it's just it's encouraging that Purdue is a lot more versatile, and this is a game that they were able to win without throwing all over the place. Um, I, I think we finished with like 160 yards rushing, and yeah, a lot of that came late in the game, but that's what we need. We need that balance and. Already this year, the the running game is better than last year, really. We've already gotten more rushing touchdowns through five games than we had through 13 last year. So <laughs> That's sad and ridiculous at the same time. <laughs> 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 but, I mean, you keep saying you get the rushing yards at the end of the uh, game, but that's when most rushing yards occur, mm-hmm. when they are tired. We're not running back just, ju- just getting juiced up. Now he's ready to run through a few people. 
I think Maccabee had a little bit of both there. He showed some good moves and he did run through a couple people too. He held that got last guy off for about what 15 yards. Uh yeah, it was it was it was great to see Maccabee doing that. I promise you. But Downey's my guy, like oh Downey's like your him. guy. Down is my guy. He's been After, playing well. He has. But he he's been playing well. He, he's been consistent. Like if he had the big runs this game, so yeah, he, he put up the he put up the numbers. But if it was my team, Downing would be my starting running back, regardless of who's healthy and who's not. Downing has looked significantly better this year. It looks like he's gotten a lot more athletic. He's got a little bit more. He's a little bit more decisive when he has the ball, and it's been it's been very pleasant to see. Uh, he's already surpassed last year's rushing totals by a, by a decent amount. So, I mean, didn't he do that last week? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he had last season. He only had forty four carries for one seventy eight and a score. This year, he's at fifty for two thirty six and three scores. So, he's <clears throat> he's playing well, man, and I I like seeing him. He's he's shown some promise in that. I think Doru is going to have uh, his work cut out for him to get back to the field. I mean, he's going to have to come in there within his net, his first five carries. Three of them are going to have to be at least a 10, a 15, and a 20. He's going to have to clip them off like that just to get the confidence back because he's been out, what, three weeks? I think he, be- I think he's missed three games, yeah. Yeah, and his first two weeks, he really didn't put any put up anything. So he don't have too much of an argument to, <laughs> for his job. So <laughs> we mid-season, he's been healthy. He's been doing it. You not when he was here, he wasn't. So <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> we'll get you in some situation. <laughs> get you a package or two. But, nice. Well, I think we also got to credit Aiden O'Connell, man, because apparently the rumor is, is he's playing with a broken rib and that's got to hurt like hell. Uh, I I can't imagine. I don't got to. I I did it two years in a row and it's a bitch. (laughs) I'm glad that's the official analysis that we need more uh, NFL injury analysis exactly like that. This hurts like a bitch. Uh, Hey. Like you, you don't understand how much you use your ribs until you break one. Mm-hmm. And then every breath, every movement, every thought, <laughs> it seems like it comes from your sternum. Like <laughs> <laughs> you want to turn your head, it starts at the sternum. Like your ribs want. I don't understand the decor. Now I understand when the coaches are telling me the core is everything. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> Break a rib. So if O'Connell is playing with a broke rib, I understand my brother. <laughs> You're in for a long ride. Get that ball off quick in a hurry. And try and get the hell up out of it. <laughs> and it's got to be hard to torque that throw downfield, too. You could tell he was, I mean, this is a guy that's the, statistically the most accurate quarterback we've ever had at Purdue. But you could tell he was off on Saturday. I mean, it was if, if you're getting him at about 80%, that's still really good. But he was not vintage O'Connell on Saturday. 
Now, I was just thinking about just taking hits. Mm-hmm. But as a quarterback, having to throw the ball, I mean, that's just as that's just like taking a hit as well, in my opinion, when you got mm-hmm. a broken rib. So he could be going through a lot more pain than I ever thought about. And mm-hmm. I was drugged up. <laughs> <laughs> so man hey, he was 27 to 40 almost 200 yards hey, good job O'Connell <laughs> <laughs> them, yeah. two, them two picks he might have was breathing wrong and the ball got away from you it's yeah. okay <laughs> I think one was a little long. I can't remember the other one, but I'm pretty sure one was a little long. But you, you about to make me go back and watch the game again just to pay attention to see how he's throwing. Like, yeah, he was off. He he did not have it. Uh, hope hopefully another week gets him feeling better here because another week. Well, I mean, got to get ready for Maryland on Saturday. You got to have six days off. If the if the rumors are true and he in fact has broken ribs, ain't no another week. <laughs> he's still gonna be dealing with that shit next week the week after don't and don't let him get hit uh-huh <laughs> that resets the clock right? <laughs> <laughs> he gonna he gonna we're gonna find out how tough he is to be honest with you it's not gonna be easy but uh nothing in the big 10 is i mean it ain't supposed to be <laughs> All and right. they called the Big Ten for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. Well, we're about to wrap this one up, and uh, we'll be with you uh, hopefully later this week with the preview of Maryland. But uh, what what do you see good looking ahead this week? Uh, another road game. Pretty good Maryland team coming in at 4-1. and one, But, uh, man, this is one of the more satisfying wins, I think, for Purdue in a while. I watched, I watched the Maryland game one day stuck in a bar. <laughs> yeah, they they look decent. They look fast. To be honest with you. Yeah, they're they're a fast team. They love to throw. They got two attack of Iloa's little brother chucking it around out there. It's gonna be who? Yeah, they got two attack of Iloa's brother Talia. Oh oh man, the Dolphins quarterback. It's a damn shame what they did to him. Yeah yeah yeah. He he was knocked out in the first game. Let alone this last one. Are you kidding me? I didn't see neither one of them. Actually, I was watching the second game, but I missed. The hit or the mm-hmm. tackle or whatever it was, the hit was a tackle. But I finally seen the first hit. And the way his head slammed on the ground and then the way he got up and he looked like he, you can tell he was confused with what the hell was going on and him messing with his fidget. If you see a player fidgeting with that helmet, it's a problem. Guys yeah. don't fidget with their helmet. If they do, something wrong. <laughs> I believe it, man. It's just, and they stuck him back in the same game. That's not like he was out that game and then just came back the next week. No, he finished that game. He came back in it. I mean, I could I can see that gentleman rushing. He's saying he's okay. He 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 bullshit the tests and, and breezed by it. But looking at that, he looked punch drunk. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm gonna trust you, man. You played in the NFL. I have it. <laughs> I mean, no, uh, I was there. I don't ain't necessarily get too much playing time, but football is football, and you you know you know things just being around it. So, plus I've been with that training staff, but that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. 
All righty. Well, we will wrap this up. Like I said, we'll hopefully get to you later this week. Sorry, we did not get a second podcast last week. It was an absolutely insane week for me. Uh, but hopefully get a second one this week. Talk about Maryland later on. But for myself, Travis Miller, and for Corey, uh, this has been the Behind the Rails podcast and Boiler Up. BTFU, my guy. The Behind the Rails podcast is brought to you by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.